Welcome to another edition of Wine Soaked Ramblings. I'm Vicki Van Dyke. Going back to June 2nd, 2019, what do you want most, contentment or magic? Now, don't go shaking your head wildly saying, I want both. No, you have to choose. Well, that's probably not true either. Perhaps you can have both. Maybe not a lot of both. Maybe mostly one with the odd glimmer of the other. Maybe. I just think that as we grow older, we are often faced with a choice and the choice we must make. Yeah, I was quite the roller coaster girl in my misspent youth, more than willing to slog through the lows in abject depression in order to experience the abject exhilaration of the highs. I craved the adrenaline rush and I was willing to crash repeatedly to have a shot at getting it again. Now, eh, not so much. But not so much does not mean never. Not so much doesn't mean I'm willing to give up all quests for magic in order to achieve contentment, even though I really want to be content. My blood pressure really wants me to be content. My doctor really wants me to be content. So how do we reconcile the search for magic with a desire for contentment? Can we actually create magic within the confines of contentment? And is contentment really so confining that we are forced to look outside of it to find magic? Yeah, ask the guy who's having a midlife crisis. That stereotypical dude who is feeling his age, longing for his youth, hankering for a younger woman to make him feel virile, and forgetting the contentment that comes with family, a true partner, nights in front of Netflix, and Sunday barbecues with the neighbors. Maybe not even forgetting just willing to trade those things for magic. And for the record, that midlife guy crisis could also be a girl crisis. Because the reality is most magic comes from new. Not from been there, done that, but from, I wonder what might happen. And I wonder how awesome it will be. And then the tingling begins and the anticipation becomes a drug and the quest for magic becomes as addictive as the magic itself. As my son wrote in a really good song, are you my heroine or my heroine? He also wrote, wrote, those who dare not grasp the thorns should never crave the rose. You see, seeking magic can get very bloody, especially if you're giving up contentment to do it. That said, sacrificing blissful contentment in order to seek magic can also be a terribly messy sport. And quite often, trying to facilitate both will make you crazy, because it usually means lying to somebody. Unless, of course, you do whatever is necessary to conjure up some magic in your contented relationship. And yes, of course, that is what we all should do. Problem is we don't. We allow lethargy and boredom and taken for grantedness to rule the day. We surrender the magicless contentment. And then when surrender no longer sates us, we look for magic elsewhere. Why the heck do you think 50% of marriages end in divorce? But how do you circumvent that seemingly inevitable outcome? And I say inevitable, even though there are couples who are magically content well into their old age. I just don't know that many of them. So how do you actually facilitate magic and contentment at the same time? Like with the same person? Huh. Therein lies the dilemma. 
because the search for magic and perhaps the subsequent finding of it almost automatically diminishes the possibility of contentment. Doesn't magic boost all those endorphins or hormones or whatever those things are that elevate our senses and literally turn us on? I mean, physiologically, the sensation of magic literally destroys the possibility of contentment. But damn, we love that feeling. We become addicted to the magic and the pursuit thereof, denying ourselves any possibility of contentment. So now what? Huh, the best scenario I can come up with is you learn. And this is huge. You teach yourself to find the magic in the contented moments. You change your definition of magic. I just looked it up. Magic, the art of producing illusions as entertainment. Well, golly gee and holy fuck, illusions as entertainment. I swear on everything that is holy that I did not know that definition when I started writing this blog. Illusions, entertainment, that is what magic is. Romantic magic is Disney, rom-coms, Harlequin, and Hallmark. Even Shakespeare, Jane Austen, and Elizabeth Barrett Browning. Yes, I took English lit at university. Magic is make-believe. It makes us believe that it is possible, and so we settle for nothing less, when in fact we should be settling for so much more. Because, in my experience, contentment, true contentment, brings with it a different kind of magic, the kind that comes from trust and solidarity, and most importantly, truth. It comes from believing and that, and then knowing that you're loved, even when you're horrible, bitchy, fat, stupid, whatever. Those are fleeting moments. But those fleeting moments, which are the very cornerstone of magic, become exactly what they should be, fleeting. They dissipate, dissolve into another moment or day, at which time with full presence and not an ounce of taken for grantedness, you see your beloved as who they truly are, your partner in life, your co-adventurer, the yin to your yang, the abbot to your Costello. <laughs> that may just be me. Or the sunny to your share. Yeah, also just me. Not Houdini, and sure as fuck not Disney. And suddenly you are aware of the magic in the contented moments. You do not feel slighted or empty or melancholy. You feel grateful and hopeful and content. And guess what? You don't have to choose. Because as it turns out, you actually do have both. I'm Vicki Van Dyke. Thanks for joining me for another wine-soaked ramble. See you next time.